are you recording there? Um, Facebook Live. Video, video, audio. No Facebook Live yet. Did you yet. touch your... <laughs> no, I did not touch mine. No, I did not. <laughs> did you start your phone? So there's like one, yes, two... Yes, yes, yes. This is me. Oh, that's that? Yes. Oh, look at you being all you, fancy. Last week you couldn't turn whoa, the button whoa, on. Whoa. Whoa, no. Whoa. See, I'm there and you're... I can't there. see nothing. That's you. I'm just, going. I'm just Just going. imagine. Just imagine. Okay. So welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 043, 43. Um, divorce Devil is a podcast for those thinking about divorce, going through a divorce, or actually already have been through a divorce, which is us. Right? Yeah. All right. So let me put our names so. on here. Wow. David and Rachel. Rachel and David. Wow. Look, look at that. Wow. Look at that. Wait, and, and I then, don't like and the then side fade. angle. I'm like, seriously. Hi. So hi. our topic today is: when you were in the storm of your divorce and the thick of it, what were your go-to things to help you get through it? I mean, like right in the crust, crux, crust, crux of it. Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning because right when it was all happening, I I left my house. So family's still there. I left, moved into um, best friends, basement. parents, basement, beautiful, you know. It wasn't like you're down in the basement playing video games, folks. I mean, because I can't believe that. Anyway, but I literally was alone. <laughs> hey, this is our first up. YouTube video, man. I'm like, yeah, peace. Are you really peace. throwing up peace signs? Oh, gosh. West All right, side. where's the squirrel? Not West side. Here. You, might, you might need it. You have, I might need this for you for once. What? Okay, it's a highlighter, folks. We're trying to reel us and back And everything into. is pressed. You see, we're recording there and recording here. So it's a done deal. Let's let's get it. Okay. Okay, you moved to the basement. All and, right, and so I, what was I saying? And you played video games. I did not play video games. Okay, you did not It's not like going games. into the basement and living in your parents' house and playing video games. This was a beautiful basement, but... I was alone. I didn't have my family. They all were at the house still. I moved out because I was done. And so when I didn't have my son, because we have from the beginning literally started 50-50. Mm-hmm. And whatever worked because my ex traveled a lot with um, construction. So and, it worked out. And I was a school nurse at my son's school. So I had him during the day most of the time. And then, you know, at night we would split it. I was alone and I did not realize I did not know how to be alone because my oldest is 24 and my youngest is 10. So how did you be alone? A lot of crying, a lot of, I need to shed the tears of all the things that Mm. won't happen. All the things that I expected. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, this is not going to go well. This is going to go great. if, If Snapchat was Released last week, oh, he man. just found I, I'd be it. All over, he's like, boomer. <laughs> he's literally boomer. doing all these peace signs and stuff. Okay, this is serious stuff. Remember last week, you're like, you're in the middle of it. I know. Okay, so, okay. I am the squirrel here. Yeah. You Obviously. can't distract me because then we will. Where will we go from here? Uh, no, no place but up. It's gonna be like live podcast from downtown Springs. Hey, yeah. how do you feel about divorce? Divorce? I'm not divorced. <laughs> I've been married for thirty years. Well, you should be. So we have content. <laughs> <laughs> back to the basement. Okay. Oh, Batman. Okay. So yeah, I literally had to learn to be alone, and I don't know what that meant. A lot of times, me being alone was being in my thoughts, which 
is is very toxic. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I stopped eating. I stopped living because I couldn't deal with the not living with my family, even though it wasn't healthy. So I had to learn, do I go to the restaurant by myself and be that awkward person sitting by myself and going, nobody else is coming because I'm by myself? But each time I did that, it got better. And then I would just walk in and be like, yep, table for one, and I'm going to have whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to worry about how much I'm going to eat or how much I'm going to do that because I wasn't eating. And Or if you ate uh, garlic. <laughs> I mean, I probably wasn't going to the Italian rest going, hey, I'll just take the whole garlic, jar of garlic, please. please, because I wasn't allowed to have that. Um, but yeah, I had to learn to be comfortable in my own skin alone. And, I, and I've been a mom for ever it feels like but there was a person before my marriage and there was a person before my children so i had to basically go back to my 19 year old self what direction Hmm. would i have changed like i one of my favorite broadway shows is called what if and it's literally talks about we got a costume change hold on oh gosh he's all right here we go what are we doing okay clark kent (laughs) superheroes don't all wear capes all right <laughs> oh my we're, god! We're keeping this light, baby. We're keeping this light. Oh, these are cold. His eyeglasses are cold, and he's having like now he has a headache. Oh, what, damn. what is happening here? Stop looking at yourself on YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna get a little hat next time. <laughs> You're gonna get Robin the, Hood. <laughs> those those photo booth yeah. pictures. You get like a little hat, little. Oh, I got some of that stuff next time. Oh, man. sweet <laughs> little glasses with the, with, the, with the little. Anyway, back to your in the basement. I'm not sure how we're going to oh, get this. Yes, might we be are. A we two are. Hour we are going to get through it. I won't change anymore. Here's I, the. Here's I, the. I, here, I promise. Here's what's what's great about that though: being able to laugh again. Oh yeah. And actually, a genuine laugh like that right there was wholehearted. I'm like, shit. dude, like this guy next to me literally just. <laughs> Had a costume change and his whole demeanor changed. Like, don't jump out the window. You are not Superman. I am freaking smart. Oh, God. Please help us. Where was I? So you were learning to how to be alone yeah. with yourself. Yeah. And so, to laugh yeah, at yourself you, and not take yourself seriously. Well, too and too, seriously. like, I, I, I think part of that, like, going out, like, so I'm used to live up near Castle Rock. And so downtown is like happening. But if you don't know what happening is. Castle Rock or here? Castle Rock. Okay. Yeah. Downtown Springs is a little young for me. I'm sorry. I I don't know. That's because you're almost a boomer. No, no. But like when I was dating, downtown Springs was pretty cool. But then I was like, "Eh, okay, what's happening here? Like, oh, well, I'm old. That's great. Awesome. Yay me. But I, I feel, I think, oh, oh gosh, here we go again. Um, Definitely stepping out of the comfort zone because I, you see me, I, I'm pretty comfortable in speaking to people and talking about very outgoing. But in my divorce, I had to be like, hey, am I too much? Am I, do I give off too much of a vibe? Am I all like, you know, squirrel? Because you question yourself. And I, 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 I know that for a fact. I totally changed. I just spit all over you. You're welcome. Not too far. Too far. <laughs> I have glasses on, so it's okay. <laughs> Splash guard. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is awesome. It's hot in here. <laughs> if he starts on. stripping people, I yep. will let you know and I will charge. Yep. Um. <laughs> Clark Kent, baby. 
Lois. We're Lois. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> We're having entirely too much fun. But, yeah, so I, I, th- I think, I think, um, you really have to step in your comfort, out of your comfort, feel like what you really... What, who are you? It's almost I, like you have to figure out who you are. I was 19-year-old Rachel going, hey, yeah. if I didn't have this, what would I want to do? Like, I went go- bowling and golfing and all these things, and I'm like, yeah, they're fun to do because my family wants to yeah. do them. But did I actually like them by myself? But you did stuff that you want to do. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of it was, I mean, I had a couple of friends who were going through the same thing or, you know, marital stuff and, you know, the Misery Loves Company but I also found out, like, outside of misery can be happiness yep. if you're willing to put in that, hey, like, I, I can't play the, the I can't play the victim if I'm not going to, you know, make myself better. And you then when play you, the victim for so long. Yeah. And then when yep. you find out you're not the, you're not all the problem. Like I said, I would used to, I used to cause a fight just to get a reaction to see if I was worthy enough of having a fight. And I hate fighting. So my, my take on that was, I was just, if I piss you off enough, you're going to leave me. Well, he wasn't leaving, so I left. Mm-hmm. So so do you think if you wouldn't have left, you'd still be in it? I know, would. If, I would. You would, if, you would just be miserable. If, if my ex didn't pull the trigger, I'd still be there. Because really? I, was, I was devoted, even though I wasn't happy. I was devoted. Yeah, because I think, too, with our generations, we were definitely, you don't get divorced. You do everything. You're supposed to try everything, blah, blah, blah. You're supposed to attempt therapy. You're supposed to make it work. You're supposed to, you know, hide it. You're supposed to do it for the kids, which all are actually very toxic because my parents' generation, my dad, like my dad was married four times, but each time he was married, it was because he cheated on my mom because he wasn't happy. He didn't find his happy in each of the women and he would he would just meld into what their issue was and then blame them it was a temporary happiness yeah so and again he's got children from it and you know great he's passed away and i see my parents relationship did not prepare me for a healthy relationship where it was like one person always needed the attention, and then when that person gave the attention, everything else was neglected, where I was always, I need to give everybody your attention at all times. Well, what happens? I get neglected, and then I changed who I was. I, I in my marriage, was happy, as in I showed the world what happy supposed to look like, mm-hmm. but deep down inside, I lost me, which that I was a shell. I could have a great time. I'm outgoing. My when my friends are around, it's like you know, life of the party. But I also need time to re, re regenerate and recharge. And like when I went through the divorce, I was all okay. So now, what really makes you happy? Do you need your friends to make you happy? Do you need this to make you happy? I learned that I need me to be happy in order to make someone else happy. And if I'm not having a good day, then. I can change the mood of something. So, like, I tell my kids, like, you're having a bad day. That's on you. That's a you problem, not a me problem. But when your mood affects me now that I'm in it, we're going to have it's a – We're going to have fisticuffs. Like, something's going to happen. Now, what happened when – let's say when you were around your girlfriends who were going through divorce or going through marital problems, was it like a, like a bitch fest, a sisterhood, a bitch fest? Or- well, no, see, because, like, my, my, my ex – is a nice guy. But it wasn't for you. He's just not my nice guy. And so we had, like, my entire marriage in New Jersey was 
we lived in the town that he grew up in. So all of our friends, maybe a handful that I decided that I liked better than his friends who's married this one. And now I had to be friends with that wife because he went to school with the husband or knows every, like everybody knew each other. And a lot of them were like, you know, most, a lot of our friends were family, you know, first cousins, second cousins that we just hung out because now it's a more, more family, you know? So, um, like our, so what did the other girls go through? Um, I, I, I think they went through, you know, one of my girlfriends, she's pretty much still going to divorce like three, four years later. And it's just a terrible thing. The husband had a mistress. She confronted the husband about the mistress. And then he changed the locks. The girl was driving her car, locked her out, like wearing her clothes and basically booted her out of the door. She was homeless basically because she confronted the husband about his mistress. And she's still not divorced. Well, it's it was forever with Custy saying she wasn't fit, and then she they they were like the girlfriend, the the mistress, and the husband had like restraining order to each other. Then that it was literally like true crimes without a murder. Like it, it I, she would tell me some things, and I'm like, wait, what? You can't see your kids? Why? Because he decided to call. At one point, I guess judges were actually kicking him out of court, saying you are ridiculous. Like this is this is done. And, you know, and now she's good. She's got a house. She's bought her own house. She's done all this stuff, you know. And, you know, of course, she's got three kids and very affluent family. It literally was similar but different. And, you know, I, I, when, I, when I was married, I lived in a very, you know, nice mm-hmm. community. And, you know, most people had their status or whatever, where I came in, I'm like, okay, so I'm from Jersey and this is what I can afford. And I live here and I just so happen to be here and it's a great community, blah, blah, blah. Tiny school, which what we came from a small school. It was everything that worked out for us. And a lot of the things I saw were, you know, ego. A lot of the people that are getting divorced were because of ego. And mine was more, you know, I just can't be unhappy anymore where, you know, I want the Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. I want the this. I just want to be happy. I want to be yeah. okay in my skin. And I had the trips. I had the house. I had all that. That did not make me happy. I'm simple. I, yeah, you want to go on a vacation? I'm going on vacation. And when I'm on vacation, I'm going to have a great time. But I also, you know, like to be home. I like to just take weekend trips. I, both. Yeah, so... My, my, the couple of my friends that were getting divorced, we were very similar. Like when we would go out, we would not talk kids. We would not talk anything unless it was like the day of a court thing. Like, mm-hmm. how did you do? Are you okay? Did you, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, turn it off. Now it's, we're going to have dinner. We're going to talk about so what we want to do. Time. And it, I, a lot, uh, one of my friends who I didn't know was that great of a friend when we were going through it, I really connected with her in a different, like, like we would text each other. I'm like, Hey, I'm feeling this. Have you felt that? Blah, blah, blah. Almost like a podcast, but mm-hmm. with girlfriends. And you know, some people are like, Oh, she's pretentious. She's this. I'm like, no, she as actually a human who just has always had to put on a show. And now she doesn't know how to turn that off because if she doesn't, then what's her importance? And I feel like her and I together, you know, we figured it out. I mean, she's definitely more of a glamor girl and I'm more of a like girl next door kind of thing. But I, I feel like, uh, You know, she's still living in the Castle Rock area and doing the whole, you know, single, I'm never getting married kind of thing. Because her divorce has been forever, where mine was, you know, a year and a half kind of thing. And um, she has learned to put the kids, you know, the kids need to be first, but she needs to be first 
so that she can take care of her kids because they've been through so much stuff. And whereas it's very amicable other than like, you know, you spent all my money. So like, now what do I do? I got $27 in the bank and now all my money is my money. So let's talk about when you guys came, when the girls got together. Oh, it's and, your turn. And you so guys what did you party. do right when you got... <laughs> no, I was having fun so, with you. No, no, no. So oh, your wife on. decided to well, leave. I'm sorry, so, what? Your your ex-wife, sorry. The, <laughs> yes. The, the ex-wife um, decided to leave. And like, so what was your first step? Like, what? Because man, I, I feel like I talk all about the I I laid, I laid down the closet and I cried for days. Yeah. Cry for days. You know, get that crying out. And then it's like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So, you know, because she pulled the trigger twice. So yeah. when she pulled it the second time, I was already ready, been through everything. You, second you time, watched I was like, all that. I was like, fear that yeah. You watched all that. So I was yeah. writing some memoirs last night, and I was remembering the, the uh, time when she told me the second time. She goes, hey, I want a divorce again. I was like, okay. No. no just, stoic. Okay. Yeah. And, and at that moment, that love for her was gone. Yeah. Was gone. Because well, she put you through it the first yeah. time, and yeah. you twice, you, you know, yeah. and then you kind of heal, and then yeah. you get back in it. So the you first get back time, the toxic stuff. The, the the first time when I was going through it, I felt less than a man. Huge. I mean, did you feel huge. like a? I mean, because you know, like you're way older yeah. than us. Yeah. Um. Boomer. <laughs> uh, I felt like a failure. Um, I, I got punked basically, and it was almost like my man card was gone. But the second time she pulled it, I was like, mm-hmm. hey. Let's let's do this. Whatever it costs me, an arm, two legs, and a testicle, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. Hitler, baby. Do you Hitler. do you think um from the male perspective, generational I, I said I, I, I talked about this today at work that generationally, if you don't get married, don't have kids, and you're sixty years old and you're a woman, you're called an old maid, right? Mm-hmm. Male, your failed marriage, you know, she don't love you no more. Do you feel like there is a stigma put on that? Because I felt when I went through divorce, oh, you don't get divorced. That was my parents speaking, but my dad was married four times. So, like, there's so many mixed signals, especially from our generation. You know, mom stayed home and cooked and cleaned and didn't took care of the kids and dad worked. Well, now you got two mom, two, you know, two moms, a mom and a dad. You got two dads. You got all these different you know, things that come into play today, do you still think that there's that stigma on divorce, especially because there's such a big rate for divorce? I think from the standpoint of you and me, where both our parents are divorced, Mm -hmm. I I think we wanted to try harder Mm -hmm. and and not let it happen. Yeah. And then what happened, I think it was, it was worse. Unrealistic. Yeah. Like it was worse. It's like, Hey, this is the second time I, I, I am a second generation divorce person. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was that was it. That was the biggest stigma, more so than not getting divorced. I definitely think like I a couple times when I was going through it, like, well, if I just get back in it, it it'll be better. It has to be better because he I now thought knows that the first time, not and, the second time. Oh my god! I was like, oh. I think because when you pull the 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 divorce card, like it, if you tell them it, we, I need, I want a divorce, and they work on it. Or you do you feel like you should work on it because. I told him what I wanted and changed. Do you think it's, do you think it was smart for you to get back in it? Or do you think like because of that stigma, you stayed in it or you went back to it? I think kids pay the, played a big part the first time. Yeah. And, and I actually really wanted to make it work. Mm-hmm. And then after putting all that work in for a year and, yeah. and have her pull that trigger again, I was like, man, you gotta be freaking kidding me. 
Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I know there was a couple times like sit in my basement. You said maybe um, maybe I should go back. Maybe. Yeah, and you're like, it would just yeah. be easier yeah. to not have to pull back the layers or rip off the band aid. But look at it now, you're so happier. Yeah, I so, mean, so so anybody out there in that position right now, yeah, where you where you think about going back and and going to it, sometimes yes, but most of the time no. Well, and I, and I think too, when you're dealing on dealing with your shit, this is my big thing. When you're dealing with your shit, because we all have shit, and I don't have shit. Um, okay, yeah. squirrel. <laughs> um, all right, Clark Kent. Yeah, Clark. Kryptonite. You got some kind of kryptonite. Um, but oh, that's, I, that's even better, kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, you. I I I I have definitely seen that. It you feel like it's better because now the kids are got their mom and dad back together. You're gonna mm-hmm. have that life, that white picket fence, blah 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 blah. But until you've both worked on each other outside of that marriage, whether you get back together or not, you don't really see what's happening because you're raising kids, trying to do careers. You're like whether you move, whether you stay. There's so much that goes into a marriage that people don't talk about, especially we did not talk about before. We you know, will you marry me? It was, you know, now they say you got to talk about religion, family, holidays, politics, politics, everything. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't do that. And I, and, and especially I, there, I, I can remember sitting in this room by myself, like, you know, ice cream, sweatpants, Netflix going, (sighs) if I just go back, if I just go back, I can do it. I can, I'm so strong. I can be in an unhappy, unhealthy, you know, relationship so my kids aren't sad but you took that that strength yeah and you moved on with your life but there was a point when i was crying and doing that i go this is what will be happening to me on the inside if i if i go back if you go back and it took a while because i mean there was times where you know well let's just try to go to an event like my we love concerts my little guy loves like old rock we went to like a killer queen concert at like red rocks we were separated knew we weren't together but went to this event for my son and we had a great time but i i literally had shut off all that emotion towards him like i was like checking out other guys because i'm like i'm not with him but yep. It looked like a happy family on the outside. It wasn't. It was us playing a part so he would have a good time because we had already gotten the tickets like, you know, a couple months, like six months before because you got to buy tickets forever. And so it was one of those like, yeah, I now know that waiting it out and doing exactly what I did was what I needed because I had a great time with my son. He just happened to be there. Just think about all the people that go back and they continue to be unhappy. Well, and you also talk about, too, like um, men and women in abusive relationship, whether verbal or physical, all this other stuff, um, they go back because it's easier to go back because you think they're going to change because you're willing to forgive them. Well, that, too. And I think another big part is people don't want to change lifestyles. No. You get divorced, man, your life. Especially as a woman and you change your name, like my bank card, my social security card, my license, all this shit. I should just be able to say, yep, I am this name now. What the hell? I mean, social security, don't don't get me started. Like, really, it's, you know. Well, my ex changed her name back and I really didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you keep your name? I mean, do women keep their name because their kids have the same? I know some women have kept their name because it was easier. Yeah. And every incident where the women kept their name, the 
the the ex husband was pissed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think mine cares. I don't think he cares. But my 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 you know my nursing license, my driver's license, my passport, my all this stuff that was in my old name are have expired or haven't, and then COVID hit, so like everything's closed, you can't change it. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna. But it makes it easier too when you you know your kids are in school, you know the same last name, you know. Yeah, I still I still go by my my married name just because again it's easier. But I. Getting back to like some of the things that I started doing right after my divorce. What about partying and alcohol? Yeah, I did a lot <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, no, no, I did a, I did way too much of that. I didn't drink a drop the eighteen months of my divorce until it was over. Really? And I got trashed and had to leave my car at Old Chicago one night. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's rough, Clark. Oh, that's rough. Clark can't kryptonite. No, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure that wasn't the Clark I'm talking oh. about. <laughs> Lampoons. <laughs> Eight, Eighteen months I didn't drink. Really? Yeah. So no, like I definitely had gone out a lot. I made a lot of friends with a lot of people who own bars. Um, because we had talked about too on an, um uh, mansplaining with you know, code words for girls and drinking and dates and all sort of stuff. But I was definitely, anytime I didn't have my son, I was out with girlfriends and, you know, we were responsible to, um, I need a ride home tonight because I'm drinking because I don't know how else I feel right now because I can't cry anymore. So how soon did you date? Um, I dated real, pretty quick during the process. Yeah. And I met some crazy women and those crazy women helped me get through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, crazy, Here's crazy the thing. women. I dated, but I don't think they were dates, if that makes sense. I met a lot of people that when we talked, they were nice, we would go out and meet, but it wasn't like a date. It no, was, I dated. I dated. It was like a, let's have dinner, you're a stranger, I'm a stranger. It was rep, rep, rope and cowboy. No, really. Oh, yeah. No, there was, a. I mean, especially with apps and how do you date nowadays and do you go to the bar and what do you know? I, do I really want to meet? I was totally meet? organic, man. I got lucky. Yeah. Organic. Boom, boom, boom. Well, because you were dating your patients. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> until your, easy, until easy your, wor- until your lady said, hey. no, nah, enough of that. We're losing patience. <laughs> Don't make me. Oh, he took the glasses off. <laughs> Watch out. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, a lot of people, when they found out I was separated, single, whatever, DM'd me or messaged me. And a lot of them were my ex's friends. Question, who got the friends? I got most of my friends. Uh, most of our friends. Well, the friends back home, I kept my bestie um, because she's seen him in action and knows the family and lives in mm-hmm. town. But a lot of them, he went back and told them shit that didn't happen and uh, fabricated a lot of things that he was guilty about and didn't know how to handle. And like I had gone home recently and, you know, a couple people were like, oh, I see you're in town. Tech. Like they would message me and stuff. They're like, you know, you know, even though you cheated, I'm like, even though I would <laughs> say what, even though I, I mean, okay. Yeah, I dated when we were separated and not living in the house. So if that's what you consider cheating, then I cheated. But um, yeah, so a lot of people who are, you know, grew up with him were like, hey, you're in town. Like, you know, cheaters in town. Let's talk. Yeah. And so I texted my ex. I was like, what the fuck did you say to people? Because um, whatever you said, you either made, you know, I actually said, you know what? You don't need to make it right. But. I have no reason to go back there. Nothing there matters to me. Um, but at some point, if you don't feel, uh, yeah, that's 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 definitely Perfect. it. I definitely felt like I was 
I always felt like an outsider there because basically the town was all related, yeah. some degree of his family and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? You don't have to make it right because someday they will know because your bullshit is being seen. Yeah. I've heard some crazy stuff and I just, just. I'm just, just like, just whatever you needed to say yep. to make yourself feel better and me look like that, that's on you. And I'm the mother of your children. And uh, we, ha- my dad is very. That there. doesn't mean that much to me anymore. Yeah. It, 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 it meant a lot more to me when they were little. Yeah. But now it doesn't mean that much to me. I mean, anymore. but you weren't married to me. I'm pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Like, I'm going to put it out there. I'm pretty laid back and yeah. chill. And I literally was put into a Lance, family from Lance hell. Lance is a lucky guy. Oh, my gosh. That no. guy. He knows. I want to meet him one day and say, dude, you're a lucky guy. And you think he's scared to come on and here. And then give him, give him like Clark Kent. Clint, Clark, <laughs> hey, Clark babe, Clint. I found out our costumes. I'll be Lois Lane. You'll be Clark Kent. And can you just wear the glasses? Yeah, just that's it. <laughs> just, just, the just, glasses, just the glasses, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We definitely have to put like a little sensor thing because I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a camera right there. Oh, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> It's a oh my god! Sensor. That is great. <laughs> I forgot we were on eggplant. Eggplant. I literally made the motion of <laughs> of an eggplant. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> Zucchini season. <laughs> Gourd. 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 Oh god! What was I saying? Okay, I'm getting a little sweaty. Talking talking about about friends back home. Yeah. So like you know, I was immersed in that for twenty some years until we moved here, and a lot of the people that we know have cut me out because they don't. They they. I mean, it's his family mostly. The friend. There's yep. one friend. She just has not talked to me since he changed his status, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna change your status? I'll change my status." asshole gone you know so she she hasn't talked to me she won't return my text her husband has texted me happy birthday happy mother's day because like there was a group of six of us that were were, like really great friends and so uh two of the couples he went to high school with and knows the wives and then one couple was my friend and we introduced the husband and like the husband met our husbands and you know we called ourselves the six pack and whatever you know sometimes you lose friends uh, and then just collateral damage well and it's crazy because the husband of my my friend and her husband are now divorced. One of those people, one of the couples that we were really good friends with. And I talked to both of them. But the husband has been more supportive because he's now in another relationship. He's our, he's, well, he's my age. Thank you. And he just had a baby with his new fiance. And he's super happy. And, you know, he's a different happy too. And I was like, isn't it great to, to feel happy? Even though like we had a great time together. Mm-hmm. Like we all had, we vacationed together. Like they were our people. And one of the couples probably should be divorced. And the other one were high school sweethearts and they will be together until the day they die. Like they just, that's just them. The one who were high school sweethearts, the wife won't talk to me because she doesn't believe in divorce. But yet if she knew like half the shit, like she'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, but those, those friends are not friends for a reason, though. Yeah, and you so, know, like... Stuff happens uh, for a reason. But, you know, it's I, I, I say, too, like, a lot of people... Because I moved here from East Coast. We know pretty quick if we're going to be friends. My best friend that I met here, who I thought was my best friend, from California, she and I hit it off. You know, everything was great. And because then when I... married. When I said I was yeah. getting divorced, she's like, I don't believe that. Her husband was, you know, unfaithful a couple of times. That's why they moved here. He had a secret life. And I'm an asshole for getting divorced 
because I'm not happy and because secret lovers. Yeah, and so and they're still together. So it's like whatever makes you not happy is definitely not going to make me not happy. I'm going to be happy regardless of what you think of me. And if you're going to judge me on my marital status, we ne- we don't need to be friends. Some of the friends who were more of acquaintances have become more of a friend because they're like, look, I don't know what you're going through. I'm the kind of person I will cry myself. Mm-hmm. Wreck it, wrecked, right? I don't. What was the word I'm looking for? Ratchet. R- sure, ratchet. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, and then I know. Okay, well, no one's gonna make me feel better. Nothing. I mean, Lance has really helped me through this whole thing. Just letting me. I always say, let me be me. I didn't know who I was really mm-hmm. until before him. Where I'm like, you know what? The guy I dated before him. It was like that three month thing that we talked about. Um. Definitely wasn't my person. And as soon as I met him, something was different. I was like, I'm so happy in myself Mm -hmm. that I see his happy. I see all the things, whether he was there or not, we definitely connected on a happy, like we just had fun. So the guy before him, you kind of settled? Well, no, I dated the exact opposite of my ex. But you kind of settled, though. I did. Well, because, because that happy meter wasn't there. Well, yeah, and the, the, but you didn't know that happy meter was there or not. And you know until what? You saw it. I had dated. I mean, I had gone on dates. Like I don't. I mean, dinner to me and a conversation. It could be happening at the bar next to a guy, and like that's not a date, but because it's planned at a certain time at a certain event. Okay, yeah. So I've had a lot of conversations with people in public places where I felt safe. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple dates where it was like one or two dates. We go here, we go to an event, we go to like a brewery, we do this. That to me is a date. Anything else like, you're cute, I'm cute. Let's meet at this place at six o'clock. We're going to have dinner. And if anything, you know, we can go, you know, to the next bar or we Mm -hmm. go to the movies or we'll go on a hike, whatever. Conversation can happen at any point. And you could like be talking to the lady at the, you know, I don't know. I had a target. You're in line at target. You're like, Hey, well, I'm buying the same thing. That's funny. But that's a conversation. I've had a lot of conversations with people to learn what I didn't like, especially right after. Cause I didn't know what I like. My, you know what you liked. I've changed. My ex-husband changed. We are in different spots in our career. He's an executive. I'm, you know, doing this. I basically, a lot of our marriage, I settled in my career so his career could be great because his growth potential was much better. Better. Where mine, I'm a nurse, but there was a lot of times where, you know, the hours weren't convenient because he was in Israel or he was in Africa or he was here, he was there. So I settled in my career where like, at this point, I could be a director of nursing, blah, blah, blah. I love my job. I'm a school nurse and I love my job, but I also miss what could have been and i got it i always had to step out of that because i'm like you know what wherever i'm supposed to be is where i'm supposed to be and a lot of that was going what's my purpose i'm just this one's mom i'm this one's wife i'm this one's friend this one knows me how this oh i worked with her i did you know she's on the pto like who am i and that's what happened right at right when my divorce like I didn't know who I was. And a lot of what i I was gonna say too a lot of what i did is i did a lot of um I guess I wouldn't call it meditation, but I did like yoga and I journaled and like, I have always been, a, I, I love to communicate as you can tell, um, wrote down, even if it didn't make sense, like I would wake up, be like, okay, I dreamt about this. I don't know what it means. And then I would do a lot of like research about 
you know, what does this mean if you do this or, you know, seeing signs and symbols or, you know, whatever, just to keep my mind focused. And I, lo- I read a lot of stuff about like religions because my girlfriend who is, you know, not my best friend anymore because I got divorced. She was, you know, very religious mm-hmm. and it turned me off of religion. And I was just like, if she can judge me that hard and be religious and be religious and she's the nicest person I know. Not anymore. Well, not, I'm just saying at that point, she's the nice, like her parents were letting me live in her house as we were fighting. Like, cause she was mad at me because I didn't call her all the time when I was sobbing in the shower. Like I'm sorry, I didn't call you back and blah, blah, blah. And like, you don't let me help you. I'm like, I am not someone that lets you help me. I need to help myself in order to be who I am. And when I come out, when I rise above, if you're there and we're still there, then we're good. Like one of my best friends now, she's like, I've been through a divorce. I don't know what part of it you're dealing with today, but if you need me, call me. I would call him like, I haven't eaten in like four days, but I'm not hungry because my stomach hurts. And she's like, all right, you need to take this. She would bring me care packages. Like she would at work, she would give me a shake because we work together and she'd give me a shake. She goes, I'm sure you haven't eaten. So here, take that. So she basically was my lifeline and it wasn't flashy. It wasn't, you know, I need everybody to know that I'm helping Rachel because she can't help herself. It was let Rachel figure it out because I don't even I didn't even know I was like that. I shut down, rise up, and then move along. I'll have moments where I, you know, fall back or whatever. But I'm a I'm a survivor truly to the point where like I don't always know what I need to help me out. You talk a lot about happiness. Yeah. With me, it was drama. Lack of drama was my happiness. Yeah. It was huge. Well, Just, mine was, I guess, chaos would, yeah. would be my drama. Yeah. Ch- you know, chaos and drama. Like, especially like all thing. those different forces coming at me and trying to literally appease every single entity so that I can just have calm. Yep. And I didn't realize how noisy everything else was because I was good at dealing with chaos my entire life from a child, adult, whatever. I was used to the chaos and silencing it myself, but I didn't know how to manage the chaos to better myself. Yep. It was always a survive. It was always a survival thing. And now I'm just like, I literally don't give a fuck. <laughs> I literally don't. There you go, folks. That's the synopsis of the whole podcast. No, you literally yeah. have to oh, yeah. learn what yeah. fucks you give. Yeah. Because you can't give all the fucks. No, I mean, sometimes you need to give a fuck because, you know, like, you know, your child needs you or, you know, something like, okay. You need dinner. So you got to give a fuck. Oh, yeah. You need, yeah. I'm like, I I want chicken and not beef today. Like, I want, you know, I'm probably going to have a liquid courage diet today because I want to have a drink. But I, I had right in the mix of it. I, I, I don't know how, what, who, if something universe told me, you can't. Be whole if you have holes. And all those holes that I had to fill with stuff to figure out who I was, there's a lot. Like, I love theater. I got an opportunity to be a theater director and fucking COVID hit. I'm like, okay, well, there's something positive. Oh, that was ripped away from me. Well, all those holes are like rungs of a ladder. Yeah. So you just fill those holes and then you get to the precipice where you come out the other side, I call it. Well, like, did you, you said you speed dated. (laughs) (laughs) 
I did not say speed in dating. The, you had like a revolving door in the front front office. Damn. Just exit that way. She's speed, coming in this way. Like dated. Uh, see, airplane see, traffic see, control. That's how, I can that's visualize. How start. Oh yeah, I speed dated. Yeah. Every day was like thirty seconds. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you you. When you say you dated a lot, what does let's, that mean? Let's just say I I didn't want to be alone. Yeah, no, and I get it. Yeah. When you don't want to be alone, sometimes you make bad decisions. You have to live by those decisions, and you move on to the next one. So, yeah. It, it was Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah. <laughs> if, now, if you're a good cook. But did you, did you find alone time, especially before this relationship you're in now? <sighs> yes. And what I did with that alone time, I told you I started podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I... I feel like my journaling was my podcasting without other people hearing it. And so I am definitely, I will talk a problem dead. No way. But No way. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no way. But help now. Me, help me, Lord. Help me. Now I'm like, Jesus, you know help what? me. Listen, you. Um, I, my I, eye, my eye. <laughs> good thing you had glasses on. Spray preventative. Elastic band preventative. Hey, there you go. I mean, kryptonite was that? <laughs> no, but yeah. Crypto- hey, drama's my kryptonite. There you go. Drama. Yeah, drama's my kryptonite. But do you have different drama now that you're divorced? Do you have like? I have no drama. Yeah, I feel like I have intermittent drama, and a lot of it has to deal with the kids. <laughs> the biggest drama I have is what color underwear to wear in the morning. My mother-in-law knew that before I did. That's how. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she had me bugged. But anyway, yeah. I. What else did you do, like after besides dating, that helped David? I rode the hell on my bicycle. Yeah. I want to ride my bicycle. I rode my bicycle all the time. Yeah. Yep. Matter of fact, I wore out. I wore out a couple of tires. Damn. Yep. Where'd you? I was like, it. Did you go to? Like East Coast, West Coast. No, I would ride up to the zoo, ride up in, in up up and down the Greenway Belt Trail. Um, yeah, I would kill it. Yeah, I I, I call my bike my bitch, so I ride my bitch. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I rode that bitch a lot. Um, nice. Closing uh, words. Closing words. <clears throat> what do you got for us? Give right us. out of a divorce, you need to. Not always go back. I mean, there are those, you know, 1%. There's always times. Yeah. There's always times where you work it out. Yeah. Um, weigh each of your decisions, pros, cons, and then what I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you really find yourself. Figure out what you Why? How do we know what we like if we don't try a lot yep. of things? Whether it's women. <laughs> wow. <laughs> in your case. Bicycle. Oh, you ride your bicycle. Yeah. But like I definitely like would go to shows and I would hang out with friends or I'd go just sit and do nothing with friends just so I wasn't alone or you know so like I said sometimes I would just sit in my like drive in my car crying sorry you know not safe I'm sure um and don't always give a fuck and listening to shit on the radio like don't listen to country songs when you're sad and driving cuz someone's dog died you're out of booze whatever but like just a lot of my you know you know, um, TLC, you know, SWV, all those fun songs from back when I was a kid and like little vanilla ice ice baby. Um, just not doing, not thinking of anything helped me think about all the things that I liked. I love music. I love dancing. I love, you know, self care. Yeah. And it really is like 
just going to get your nails done, even if you don't like to get your nails done, your hair done, like a massage, any of those things, you know, just listening to live music, learning to be okay in your own skin so that when you do find someone or you're ready to move on, you're able to bring to the table all of you. Exciting. And yeah, you're still going to have some holes because there's a lot of, you know, ebbs and flows in relationships and, you know, especially when we're melding and all that. But you you really have to take time. And yeah, there's a lot of times you're just crying it all out. Yeah. Um, you got to find out what you like. I, spent, I was married for a long fucking time. So, it takes a while to get all that out. Yeah. And there's no timeline. It's like we always say it's like a, 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 a death. There's all the different signs of grieving and then the not giving a fucks and the. And it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And however long, long however long you need to, and try not to hurt other people who are in the same situation. Oh, I feel God. like a lot of divorcees newly in bring them, bring your friends down. Yeah, off a dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and so like you know, if someone else is newly in a divorce and you're like a year and a half in, you probably don't want to be in that because they're just gonna start going through their shit. And how much of their shit do you want to bring in? And a lot of times it takes healing. Drama. And Drama. It takes you know, it takes that three month relationship to. Get you out of it, and then you find your man. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. To our stuff, and we'll have more stuff next week, and enjoy the video. Hold on. He's going to have more props. Don't yes. you worry. Oh, gosh. He's back. Boom. All right, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Bye.